Good afternoon. Welcome back to uh, Joe Jabbo Jordan Stadium, campus of Southern Union State Community College. Game number two here this afternoon of our doubleheader. Southern Union captured game one. And uh, the uh, coach Aaron Everett era is off to a wonderful start uh, for the Bison. Uh, team's already back on the field. Thank you for uh, listening this afternoon. Let me uh, quickly run down. Uh, first of all, for Southern Union pitching uh, will be Cameron Land on the mound for the Bison. A few changes in the lineups uh, for Roan State. Uh, Scantlin leading off and playing center field. Langberg in right field batting second. Traffinstead playing over at first base will be batting third. Meadows at third base will be your cleanup man, followed by uh, the fifth place hitter, second baseman Ferguson. Williamson gets the start at catcher batting sixth. McLemore, the DH in game two. And he'll be followed by Spardone, the shortstop, batting eighth. And Perkins, the left fielder, will bat ninth. The Southern Union defense in this second game. Uh, across the way, we'll have uh, from third to first, Adams, Rotier, Phillips, and Clark. And in the outfield, Burgess, Sire, and Will Potota out in right field. Uh, Spivey gets a start in game two again behind the plate. And as I said, uh, Cameron Land. Um, number 31, right-handed pitcher, 6'2", 180, out of Ola High School in McDonough, Georgia. And we're ready for uh, action uh, here on the iSchool Sports Network. Southern Union Bison Baseball uh, back on the air for game two. And Land delivers in a fastball inside for ball one. And Scantlin, of course, in the first game, I can't remember what all he did. A freshman out of Gainesboro, Tennessee, a 5'9", 160-pound freshman. Now he was 0 for 3, had a walk, uh, got all the way around to third base in uh, game one. And that pitch called strike, evens account at 1 and 1. That one on the outside corner for strike two. And I did find out where Rome State was, about 40 miles south of uh, Knoxville. So it's in between Chattanooga and Knoxville. Yeah. I was pretty pretty yeah, close. Pretty close. Har- did, what did they Harris, Harrison? Uh, I can't remember. I, I heard yeah, him. But I, heard, I, heard, I can't remember. It was either Harris County or Harrison. But not, need, needless to say, a pretty long drive for uh, and a lot of their fans are here today. I was impressed. Of course, it's opening day for uh, both both these teams. And that one is hit right back up the middle. And diving attempt from the second baseman, Clayton Phillips, uh, can't come up with it. But that ball went right over the second base bag for a uh, single, leadoff single here to start game two. And the pitcher released the ball, stepped away from the rubber, and it went right back mm-hmm. over the right, right back where it came from. <clears throat> Of course, T.A., one thing we didn't talk about, this game was originally scheduled, this doubleheader was originally scheduled for yesterday, and they they got together uh, earlier in the week when they saw the weather forecast and knew that uh, the weather was going to be better Saturday, today, and tomorrow. So uh, they pushed the games back. That got me all confused because I I thought the game this for tomorrow was the one that was supposed to be played Friday, the single game. Yes, that, and that, that is correct. Oh, uh, oh. So they just flip-flop the dates okay. and, and then push, yeah. it, they push the single game to Sunday. Squares to bunt does Langberg, and that one taken 
for a ball outside. Evens the count on him at one ball and one strike. Traffinstead uh, on deck for Rome State. And Coach Ali Silva in the house this afternoon. Congratulations. 2-0 and yesterday, uh, girls softball team. Over LaGrange College. Two balls and one strike on your batter, Langberg. And Scantlin down at second base now with that stolen base. Land getting ready for the 2-1 delivery. Looks the runner back at second and delivers to the plate. That one uh, change up a little, had a little movement on it, a little maybe a little curveball. Nice call, call to strike. Two and two. Land with the 2-2. Swung on and missed. Gets away from the catcher. And they'll throw him out down at first base. Runner at second base going to have to hold up. A good play there by Spivey behind the plate for the Bison. Cameron Land a little bit more patient between pitches than what we saw in the first game with the other pitchers. Uh, A lot of them, as soon as they got the ball, they were winding up with another delivery. Land kind of being a little more patient. Wyatt Traffinstead to the plate. Left-handed batter. He picked up a single in the first game and hits that one right back up the middle out of the diving reach of Clayton Phillips. Gets out into center field. Runner from second will score, and they'll hold the runner at first, but uh, Roan State uh, draws first blood here in game two. Sure do. Nice play by the center fielder. Come up with that ball quick and get it right back into the pitcher to hold that runner at first. I always like to leave these hitters looking at the possibility of hitting into a double play. Third baseman Metters steps in. And he scored the only run for Rome State in game one. Takes that pitch outside for a ball. That one's popped up out toward right field. Patota draws a bead on it, almost in his tracks. (laughs) Yep, he didn't have to go far for that one. Just a few steps to his right. And that'll be out number two, and that'll bring up uh, second baseman Ferguson. Love to bat number 29, Ferguson. Hunter Ferguson out of uh, Knoxville, Tennessee, a freshman, 5'10", 220. He did not uh, play in game one. He takes the first pitch a little bit inside for ball one. Two 
Two outs, runner at first, one run in here in the top of the first for the Raiders. Took a little bit off of that one. That one caught the corner for strike one. I know Adam told y'all this earlier, but if you're listening in from anywhere, go to our Facebook page at iSchool Sports. Shoot us a message, and we'll give you a shout-out here. We monitor our Facebook constantly. Love to hear from you. Two balls, one strike. Runner leads at first. That one gets away from Spivey and going to get far enough away for him for Trapping Steed to move up to second base. And it'll be three and one on Ferguson. Williams, Williamson on deck. Man shakes off the sign and time is called. And T.A., looks like that uh, wind blowing out to uh, right center field has uh, definitely picked up a little bit. Clouds have uh, kind of moved back in. Hopefully the clouds will keep the temperature where they are. As Dr. Don says, act as a blanket. He says that often. The 3-1 delivery from land. And that one misses just a little bit outside, so that's going to be a one-out walk for Ferguson. And Williamson, Connor Williamson. Connor Williamson, a fr- uh, I guess the R there as a redshirt red freshman. Yep, yep. 5'10", He did play in the first game out of Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Another suburb of Nashville. Williamson takes that first pitch on the outside corner for a call strike. Land digs in with runners at first and second. And the delivery, that one on the outside corner again. Oh, and two. Two outs, one run across for Roan State here in inning number one of game two. Southern Union won the first game by a score of five to one. And a swing and a miss, and that's going to retire the side. So, Williamson goes down with the K, and they're going to pick up a couple of uh, hits and uh, two, one run on two hits, no errors, and two men left on base. Southern Union coming to the plate as we continue with Southern Union Bison Baseball on the iSchool Sports Network. Life is a sequence of little successes. The story of my Southern Union success began the day I walked on campus. Making new friends, mastering a new skill, reaching a personal goal, the encore performance, the first date, the internship, and now, soon, the dream job. That's the story of my Southern Union success. Register for classes and get ready to watch your Southern Union story come to life. And move to the bottom half of inning number one here in game two for Southern Union. 
And uh, leading it off will be uh, shortstop Mitchell Rotier, number one. He'll be followed by Sire, the center fielder, and then Clark, the first baseman. And uh, that'll be uh, Casey Clark and uh, Brody Sire for the Bison. That's one, two, and three. And uh, Patota would be your cleanup hitter. And I uh, want to shout out to uh, Joey Odette. Uh, and he is uh, obviously uh, related to uh, one of the players over on the uh, Roan Community College side. And want to shout out to him and thank you for listening uh, to our game this afternoon. Obviously re- related to Jackson and Odette. Yeah, and, uh, you know, we were talking about our Facebook page, which is really over the past year has really bloomed and blossomed and you know you and I both work very hard at uh, providing post and everything but we reached a new milestone this week as we went over 2700 followers I'm going to give you some numbers that will blow your mind in just a minute <laughs> and the first pitch to Rotier in the dirt for ball one from uh, Bertram Trying to find Bertram here on my list. Yeah, right here. Yeah, Joe Bertram is the pitcher. He's a right-handed pitcher, freshman, 6'2", 225 out of Jamestown, Tennessee. Roan State playing a lot of freshmen. Rotier in the hole now, one and two. That one taken a little bit low. Across the plate, but it was below the knees. And uh, Mitchell Rotier coming to us from Pelham High School out of Pelham, Alabama. 6'2", 180-pound sophomore who is a middle infielder and also a right-handed pitcher for the Bison. Rotier worked a full count now. Three and two. He went one for three. Reached on an error in game one. And scored a run. And that one, he crowded the plate on it. Take that inside for ball four. So a leadoff walk for Mitchell Rotier. And that will bring up a Sire. Brody Sire, outfielder and left-handed pitcher for the Bison. Comes to us here at Southern Union, a 6'1", 200-pounder from Oxford High School. He is a sophomore. That one to call strike to him. Sire scored a run in the first game. Takes the second pitch there high. Evens the count at one and one. That one taken for a ball. I'm playing catch up here. 
<laughs> one ball and two strikes. And that one foul back toward us. Thank goodness they put the net there because I'd have probably got killed. Yeah, I wasn't even looking. It would hit me in my left eye. <laughs> two balls and two strikes to count now. Runner over at first and Mitchell Rotier. Lead off walk here in the bottom of the first. Bison trail Ooh, by right a score of one to nothing. And uh, Sire took that one off uh, right in the, the buttocks. The, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> On the old backside. But he looks to be okay. He's taking a little walk, a gingerly walk off, around off of first base. But I think he's good. And hitting third, your first baseman. First baseman, Casey Clark, steps up to the plate. Casey Clark played in the first game as well. I remember he is an infielder and right-handed pitcher for the Bison coming to us from Pelham High School out of Pelham, Alabama. He is a freshman. He went one for three in game one, picked up an RBI. For the Southern Union men. Two on, nobody out. First pitch taken over for a call strike. Right fielder Will Potato would be next or will be next. And that is drilled to right field, hammered but caught in shallow right field. Hard hit ball, but straight at the right fielder. He had to take about five running steps in to get up under. I thought it was going to get down there to, to begin with, but uh, that wind blowing out to right probably held that ball up enough uh, for them to make a play on. Potato steps in now. Runners at first and second with one out. I was going to ask some of the guys up here in the press box. Uh, hey, guys, uh, wasn't it Potato before the game when we were watching warm-ups, it was hitting all the balls out? Yeah, I thought so. He, he, he got some power, I can tell you that. <laughs> and uh, some light rain has uh, began to fall here as uh, we see some of the people that were in the uh, lower sections of the uh, stadium seats here have uh, backed their way up, and that one is – Skied a mile high out toward left field. Shortstop took a look at it. And that's going to get out of the hands of the uh, left fielder. And a high throw back in trying to get the runner at second base. And everybody is going to be safe. And uh, that was one of those situations, T.A., where that was one of those borderline, is it an infield fly rule or not? And uh, it was a little deep. For I the shortstop to get it. I definitely wouldn't have called it an infield fly. Uh, I, and I'm going to be my ruthless self and give the left fielder a throwing error on that, too, because a good throw, they could have picked up an out at second base. Y'all tell me if I'm wrong. <laughs> Everybody's in agreement with me again, Adam. You. So, Are you going to be the nice guy? No, nope. two two errors on the play. <laughs> okay. The drop, the drop ball, <laughs> right? Because it hit him in the glove, and then the error on the throw. You become more ruthless. 
I like it. Yeah, that that ball hung up so long. You know, he got under it, and and uh, he, he even though he had a long run coming back in towards second base, but uh, nonetheless, it uh, gets down. Everybody's safe, and bases are loaded as Tate Adams steps in. Considering where he was at when that ball was hit earlier, um, he probably run 50 yards to get to that ball. Uh, so I'm not going to be too hard on him. Uh. Ooh, Tate Adams took a nasty curveball uh, inside. He raised his arms trying to get out of the way of it, and that one broke back, caught the inside corner. Count on him is two balls and two strikes. Nobody out, bases loaded for the Bison, trailing by one here in the bottom of the first. We're going to be under the light shortly. And that one outside, full count to Tate Adams. Casey Baines on deck, the designated hitter for the Bison here in game two. That one's fouled out of play. A base hit right here could definitely put uh, the Bison back on top in this game. And if you could find a gap, you might score three. Yep. Some pretty good speed on the base pass right now. I I was watching to see if the runners were going to take a break on a 3-2 pitch. And uh, that one outside for ball four. How do you let that pitch go? Uh, uh, that's where you're a disciplined batter, a crazy one. I tell you that. Wow. Banks, he's your DH from Tallahassee, Alabama, number 15, Casey Baines. So Adams gets an RBI walk. Baines steps in. The DH batting left-handed. Bases still loaded. Nobody out. Tie ball game, 1-1. And Baines looks at a strike, thought it was high, but called a strike by home plate umpire. Jake Spivey on deck, the catcher for the Bison. That one inside. One and one to Casey Baines. There's your aforementioned lights coming on, and uh, the rain picking up. Uh, it's 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 a heavy heavy mist. Joe Bertram, the pitcher for Ron State, got himself in trouble early in this inning, and is really Rip trying to file. really trying to battle his way out of it, and. and uh, you know, when you're out there on that pitching rubber and things are not going good, it, uh, it can go south on you real quick. Uh, he needs he needs somebody to make a play. Yeah. I got the count on him at 2-1. Bain steps out. I should have brought my clicker today. Uh, I didn't know the scoreboard was a little down today. It's it's one and two. I'm just getting old. That's that's all I can say. 
I think we all got a little confused. <laughs> yeah, now the count's two and two. <laughs> Very easy to lose of the count. Somebody's told me once pin and, oh. and that got him on the backside, and that'll be a walk down to first base, and another run will score for the Bison. And that's two hits to the buttocks here in the bottom half yep. of the first inning. And we're going to see a little action out in the bullpen for Ron State as Bertram is definitely in trouble. We get a visit by the coach. So now Patota over at third base. Tate Adams down at second. Baines over at first. Two hit batsmen in the inning along with uh, a walk. Two runs if uh, scored for Southern Union. And the Bison on top, two to one here in game two in the bottom of inning number one. And Jake Spivey coming up to bat. Uh, he is the catcher for the Bison, a 6'1", 210-pounder out of Oxford High School in Anniston, Alabama. He must live in Anniston and play in Oxford, I guess. I don't know. Uh, most of the ones that we have on here from Oxford are – their hometown is Oxford, is Aniston. He swings at the first pitch, fouls it off over the first base side. Still, bases loaded and nobody out. Nobody out. A base hit. Oh, man. Outfield playing straight away. And that breaking pitch in there for strike two. Spivey in the hole, 0 and 2. You thought about swinging at it. That pitch sails outside. Takes the count, 1 and 2 now. Clayton Phillips on deck for the Bison. And in the hold, Jeremiah Burgess. It's Mivey, your seventh man to bat here in the inning. And he is caught looking. And that pitch caught the outside corner, and that's out number one. And he didn't think so, but uh, Clayton Phillips, I can't remember. If he, uh, he did play the last game, middle infielder, right-handed pitcher. Uh, 6'1", 165 pounds out of Auburn High School in Auburn, Alabama. He takes that one outside for ball one. And I am, I, I got to back up there. We did have one out prior to that last strikeout there. I forgot about Casey Clark lining out to right field. So we got two outs. So there's, yeah, there's two outs. Yeah, you weren't alone I, in that one because I, I forgot that one myself. Curveball in there for a strike. Evens count at one and one on Phillips. As I said, Phillips went to one for three in game one. With a run scored, he had a double in the fourth inning of that game, first game. 
And since Coach Hamsley came out and gave Bertram a little talking to, he has done a little better yeah, with the exception of the one hit batter. 2-1 now the count on Clayton Phillips. But you're going to see this early in the season. Uh, a lot of these kids nervous. First game. I don't know whether it's Rome State's first game. But, yes, it uh, is. It is. And uh, But a base hit right here would be huge for the Bison. They've been able to take the lead, but they could blow it wide open here. And swung on and missed. Count even at two and two to Phillips. Bases loaded with Bison. Two out. Two balls, two strikes. Bertram set for the 2-2 to two, two Phillips. And the delivery swung on miss. Gets away from the catcher. That's gonna run is going to score. And Phillips is going to be safely in at first base. Catcher very upset with himself on that. It just kicked away, hit him on the foot. Went just too far out of range. Toward the Rome State Beach over there, and uh, he couldn't get to it in time to make a play. Burgess, uh, first time up today, uh, wearing number 50. And Burgess is a six-foot, 188-pounder out of Brookstone High School out of Columbus, Georgia, a freshman, getting his first start of the year. First pitch to him, taken outside for ball one. Bertram out of the stretch, looks to the plate, gets his sign, delivers, and that one low and away. Two and oh now to Jeremiah Burgess. Well, Bertram's got a pretty good curveball. It's got him in trouble earlier in the inning, and he just can't, uh, you know, when the curveball's working good for you, you can get out of inning quick, but it's just not working very good. And he came back to us. A little straight fastball there on the outside corner called a strike. Two and one to Burgess. And that one foul tipped into the catcher's mitt. Evens it at two and two. Almost like he didn't mean to on that, but he done committed himself and couldn't stop. You know, if you could get the ball up and then the air going in the right field direction, the way this wind's blowing, it would. You might could carry one out of here. Burgess looks at ball three, that little sweeping curve. Very close on that. And a payoff pitch to him, hit out toward the second baseman. Second baseman in a couple of steps, throw over to first base, and uh, that'll retire the side. Ferguson to Traffin State. Southern Union now picks up here in the bottom half of the first inning and uh, takes the lead over Roan State Community College. Three to one, we move to inning number two as we continue on the iSchool Sports Network. 
But your children's or grandchildren's education or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating. But the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles for 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRASIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. Welcome back. Uh, inning number two here from uh, the campus of Southern Union State Community College. Southern Union leading here in game two by a score of three to one, picking up uh, three runs back in the, the, the bottom half of the last inning or inning number one. Three runs on no hits, two errors, three men left on base for the Bison. Had a couple of hit batsmen and a walk in that sequence. As Southern Union uh, captured the lead here in this game. Leading off... Uh, here in the top of the second, we'll have McLemore, and he'll be followed by uh, Spardone and then Perkins. So we'll have seven, eight, and nine hitters. Now McLemore comes to us uh, to Ron- from Rome State, a sophomore, 6'4", 235, out of Murfreesboro, Tennessee. He's playing first base. He picked up a hit in uh, game one. Had a double and a walk. Went one for three. And that pitch was the second pitch. And that's uh, one ball and one strike. He looked at that last one there. 3-1 Bison lead game two. Bison won game one. Five to one. Swing and a miss. One ball and two strikes now to McLemore. Well, I tell you, we've had a variety of weather today, for sure. <laughs> Strike three on the outside corner caught him looking for the first out of the inning. And that'll bring up the shortstop by Spardone. And Spardone, the infielder, a right-handed batter, sophomore, six foot, 175 pounds, out of Franklin, Tennessee, which is just right outside of Nashville, if I'm not mistaken. Absolutely. And he politely enters the game two with a solid single to left field. Jump right on that first pitch, and that's going to bring up uh, Kobe Perkins. Uh, our left fielder for Rome State, a freshman, six foot, 175 pounds. He's out of Collierville, Tennessee. Not sure what part of Tennessee that's from. Seen the sign. <laughs> One out runner on first. And he squares the bunt, lays it down, and it'll stay foul for strike one. 
A little late getting the bat down on that bunt. <clears throat> Pushes it off to the right. He gets this one squared around down on the ground. Pitcher feels it, slips and falls, but gets the throw over there in time in a bang-bang play for the second out of the inning. Runner moves from first to second. Awesome play by the pitcher because uh, I tell you, Perkins is a pretty fast runner going down that line. I thought he was going to beat that out, but just a bang-bang play for out number two. Well, Cameron Land, the pitcher, fielded it, and when he just as he fielded, his feet came out from under him, and he fell down uh, to his backside, but uh, got enough on the throw over to uh, first to retire him back to the top of the order in uh, Scantlin, who scored the first run of the afternoon or in the second game for him. Led the game off with a single. Comes up empty on that. He's in the hole quickly, 0 and 1. Runner down at second in Spardone. Throw behind Ooh. him. Rotier made a good catch to get, to save that pitch. That one was headed for center field. <laughs> a little bit of a high throw. Man ready for the 0-1 delivery to the plate. He does, and it is ripped to a left field, and that will drive in a run. And Scantlin will pick himself up an RBI on that single. And Spardone crosses home plate. Uh, he hit that ball hard, and I, I tell you, if the wind had been blowing that direction, it could have possibly been a gapper. Uh, I, I think the wind is kind of blowing down because it looks like yeah. it's knocking some of the balls down out of the air. Three to two, our score now. Roan State staying in this thing. And that one fouled off at the uh, plate over toward the third base dugout by Langenberg. Langenberg, I don't know if he played the first yeah. game or not. He did. He was an outfielder, batting right-handed. He's a freshman uh, Another one of the many freshmen that Rome State's playing. 6'1", 190-pounder out of Knoxville, Tennessee, which he's not far from home. Throw over to first. Runner back easily. Another throw over to first. Not in time. 0-1 to count on Langenberg. Brandon Langenberg playing out in right field. And that one hit out to Phillips at second, and he'll flip it over to Rotier covering, and uh, that'll retire the side. That'll go down as a 4-6 put out for out number three. But uh, they're going to pick up uh, one run here in the inning to close the uh, Southern Union lead to 3-2 to two as we move to the bottom half of inning number two. You're listening to Bison Baseball on the iSchool Sports Network. 
With wide cutting decks, high cutting speeds, and the ability to turn on their own axis without leaving any uncut areas, nothing makes the toughest lawn care jobs easy like a Husqvarna zero-turn mower. And nothing adds versatility and boosts productivity like genuine Husqvarna accessories for our mower. For the full lineup of Husqvarna zero-turn mowers and accessories, visit Meadows Farm Equipment at 85 County Road 811 in Widawi or online at MeadowsFarmEquipment.com. Uh, moving to uh, inning, uh, the bottom half of inning number two, uh, back to the top of the order. The Bison uh, batted around in the first inning, picking up uh, three runs. So it'll be uh, Rotier, Sire, and uh, Clark for the Bison here, leading three to two in game two. In case you just joined us, the Bison uh, won game one by a score of five to one. And that uh, gave uh, Southern Union a uh, 1-0 record in 2020. And it also gave... Uh, our brand-new coach, Coach Aaron Everett, his first victory as the head coach of the Southern Union Bison. I say let's go ahead and make it 2-0. and Get this season off real good. The old hill is filling up out there. Mitchell Rotier walked and scored in the first inning. And Rotier out of Pelham High School, like we said earlier. He's also a – a uh, right-handed pitcher and middle infielder for the Bison. He takes that pitch outside. Four ball one. And that one at the knees, but inside, two and oh. That one thrown right down the middle fastball. Two balls, one strike to the leadoff hitter, Mitchell Rotier. And Rotier takes that one inside and low. Three and one now. Sire on deck, the center fielder. He was one of two batters that got hit in the first inning with a pitch. Rotier draws the walk to lead oh, off the inning. Brody Sire. Brody Sire, outfielder and left-handed pitcher from Oxford. Back in the box for his second turn at it this game. Playing out in center field. Rotier with a average lead over at first base. And that is a solid single hit out into right field, right at the right fielder. He didn't waste no time to jump on it and get on down to first. Nice hard line drive to right. Casey Clark steps in. 
He lined out to right field his first trip here in game two. And Casey, another one of the players in the lineup from Pelham High School out of Pelham, Alabama. He pitches and plays infield for the Bison. Bertram with the delivery. That one a call strike on the outside corner. That was just a pretty pitch. Kind of hard to make your mind to go after that one right on the outside corner. And that is ripped down the right field line. Could get all the way to the fence, and it does. One run is going to score. Rounding third for the second run. And a stand-up double for Casey Clark and two RBIs. Nice piece of hitting there. Jumped on that uh, ball. He, uh, uh, Bertram kind of came inside with him, and uh, he just turned on that one and took a good line drive all the way to the right field wall to pick up a couple of more runs give us a little breathing run, room. And Patota steps in. You score now here in the bottom of the second. Southern Union leading over Roan State Community College. And off-speed pitch taken for a call strike from Will Patota. And Will comes to us from Pinecrest Academy out of Sewanee, Georgia. Big guy with a big swing. And he got a big bat. Saw him hit several home runs last year. And that one he's going to foul off over the left side. He just hasn't been able to get a hold of one so far today. Uh, Hadn't he's squared one up yeah. yet. Yeah, he's he been close a couple of times. He skied a couple. He's in the hole 0 and 2. Bertram checks his runners. Now delivers to the plate, and that one is ripped out toward shortstop. One hops the shortstop up with the throw over to first, and that will retire Patota. So that's going to be one away. Correct. Yes. Yep, one out. One out. Tate Adams, the third baseman, steps in. He was hit by a pitch back in the first inning. Tate out of Oxford, Alabama. Bertram steps off. One out, two in, and one on for the Bison. Clark down at second base. Adams looks at a ball outside. Baines in the on-deck circle for Southern Union. And that is popped straight up coming back our way. And it hit right on top of the head. Yep. <laughs> you can hear the damage. One ball and one strike. That one's hit out. 
center field and fairly deep. Center fielder retreats and hauls it in on the warning track. And that'll just go as a long out. That ball hit towards right field. We would be saying see you. Second out of the inning, Casey Baines, the designated hitter, steps up. Baines out of Tallahassee High School, out of Tallahassee, Alabama. Not too far from home. Nope, not too far. Saw a lot of plague time last year. He's a sophomore. He takes that first pitch on the outside corner for strike one. If Baines gets on, catcher Jake Spivey would be next. That one's fouled over by the home team dugout first base side. He had a good swing at that. That ball was just breaking in right at his hands, and he just couldn't get around quick enough on it. So he's in the hole 0-2. Bertram looks at the runner down at second. Now he comes home with the pitch. And that one's catcher held it there for a second, but uh, called a ball by the home plate umpire. Yep, looked a little low to me from up here. It's taking us a it, little bit well, to get used to this elevated position. Yeah. You know, it's kind of hard to tell the height you of can't, the pitch. Exactly, it's, it's very deceiving from here. That oh, one. that's going to be fair. That is a fair ball right over the first base bag. A run will score, and he scoots in to second base with a stand-up double, does Casey Baines. That ball was about a foot driven hard down the first baseline. Um, it actually hit fair on this side of the bag. On the other side of the bag, it was probably three-foot foul, but it went right over the top of the bag to pick up another Bison run here. Okay, let's keep it going. Bison picked up three here in the bottom half of the second. Two outs and Baines down at second base. Spivey steps in, struck out, looking his first plate appearance here in game two. And he swings and fouls that one off the end of the bat over toward the dugout at first base. We got a little work going on in the Southern Union bullpen, but nothing going on down in the Rome State side, as I can tell. I don't know if you can see it better than me, but uh, one person's down there stretching, but he's not throwing. Call strike on the inside corner. Spivey kind of disagreed with that one. Six to two, Bison lead, picking up three in the first and three so far here in the bottom of the second. And the delivery, and that one is hit out toward shortstop. Shortstop Spardone gets it, throws it over to first, and that's going to do it for the bottom half of inning number 
two. Bison going to pick up three more runs, lead this thing here uh, in uh, game two by a score of six to two. We'll step aside. We'll come back with the third inning on the iSchool Sports Network. Williamsburg Manor 2, a family-owned assisted living facility located on the continuing care campus of Trailer Retirement Community, offering over 55 years of experience in senior services and committed to providing the highest quality living in a tranquil and comfortable setting. If you need a caregiver after a recent hospitalization, short-term stays are available for all ages, providing housekeeping, dietitian approved meals. Visit them at their website at trailerhelp.com or call 334-863-3500. The third inning, Roan State coming to the plate. They'll send uh, three, four, and five hitters. Wyatt Traffenstein, the first baseman, will uh, lead it off, followed by Metters, and then uh, second baseman Ferguson will be your uh, top three here hitting for them. Still on the mound for Southern Union, Cameron Land. Bison leading uh, game two by a score of six to two, picking up three in both the first and second innings. Still pitching number 31, Cameron Wynn. Got a little action down in the wrong state bullpen now. Yep, got a right-hander down there uh, warming up. Uh, I'm trying uh, to see the number, but yeah, my sure. eyes are not that good. Well, if you can see that far, then you can just take over. <laughs> and Southern Union got uh, some action going on in their bullpen down the first base side as well. And this is, you know, this is an opening day for both teams. Here's the first pitch. And that one taken on the outside corner for strike one. But what I was going to say, T.A., was you know that both of these coaches are going to take care of their pitchers in this in this kind of weather that we're having right now. Oh, yeah. It, 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 it gets down into the 40s. I didn't check the temperature lately. Let me see what we got going. It does seem to be a little cooler. We had that little bit of rain come through, and it actually felt a little warmer then. Yeah. But uh, still showing 48, 48 degrees. Of course, we're not in Woodland. That's no. my Woodland forecast. Two, two and one now. <laughs> we're down here on the Coo River Bank. Two one to Traffenstein. And that one gets away from uh, Spivey behind the plate, and it'll be three and one. It was taken inside for ball, for a ball. Good to see a lot of the Southern Union Lady Bison softball team here watching the baseball game after their big win yesterday. Yep, they swept Two a doubleheader. And that's uh, taken for ball four. Base on balls to lead off uh, this inning for Traffenstein. Trap instead. Metters. Yeah, I hadn't even attempted that one. I've been letting you go for it. Ryan Metters, third baseman, uh, stepping in now. 
One for three in game one. Squares around to bunt. And that one called a strike on the outside corner as you hear some grumbling in the stands. Metters fly down to uh, right field, his first oh, at bat. And now he's got one skied out to left field. Left fielder calling for it. Calls off the center fielder, and uh, he uh, squeezes it. Does uh, Burgess. Now Ferguson. That'll be out number one. Ferguson steps in now for Roan State. And I don't know if I mentioned him in the first time up. Right-handed pitcher and catcher out of Knoxville, Tennessee. I may have. He walked his first plate appearance. He takes a ball on the first pitch in this sequence. Land looking over at his runner at first base. Comes to the plate. And that one taken inside for ball two. Catcher Connor Williamson on deck. Spivey frames that pitch looking to catch one on the outside corner, but it's uh, called a ball. So Ferguson in control here at the plate, 3-0 and against Land. And that one took something off of that one, uh, T.A., and uh, got that one in there for a strike. You know, that's one of you always see your best pitch on 3-0, and and you could tell the batter was like, oh, gosh, why can't I give, got that in earlier? Give me the green light, Coach. And that <laughs> one ripped foul and way out of play. And so Cameron Land worked himself uh, in a 3-0 and hole, and he's battled back to get it to 3-2. Uh, and two. Land very methodical on the mound. He really takes his time. There's another fly ball out toward left field. And the left fielder retreated, did Perkins, and then he took about four steps in and hauled it in for out number two. Catcher Connor Williamson now steps in, struck out in the first inning. Williamson out of Murfreesboro, Tennessee. We're going to get to the geography lesson here in just a minute. And he takes one under the chin there for a ball. You're fixing to throw me a curveball, I see. Nah. (laughs) Murfreesboro is just outside of Nashville as well. And if uh, Murfreesboro is on I-24, that one taken upstairs for ball two. And then Franklin's on I-65 just as you come in. And then Columbia is south of that on I-65. Right. I know it's been a long time since I've been up through there, but uh... that one outside ball three. Spivey held it there for just a second, but didn't get the call. Now Franklin is where our old engineer from Brother John Almond. Yeah, John Almond moved. Is he back home now? No, he's still there. That one right down the middle for strike one, three and one now to Williamson. 
Fly ball hit out toward right field. Patota on his horse trying to haul it in, but uh, going to have to uh, catch it on a one hop, and that'll go down for a single for That's Williamson. A, that right there is a hard play for a right fielder to make because it goes opposite field. It's tailing away from you while you're running toward it, so you <laughs> – it's coming, just hard to catch it. Coming off that right-handed bat, it's uh, in golf, uh, you call that a slice. It's slicing toward that right field corner, and uh, you got to be real careful on it. So two runners on here with two outs in a 6-2 to two ball game. Southern Union leading it in the top of the third. Off speed swung on and missed from McLemore. McLemore has took some big cuts at the ball today. He hasn't really made a – a whole lot of damage, I don't think, in the first game. But uh, take some big cuts. And the old one delivered to him. Spivey holds it there, but it's taken high for a ball. <laughs> I got to laugh. Kyle Richardson sent me the map. <laughs> no, he didn't. All right, Kyle, be nice, buddy. Come on. But I'm right, Kyle. That one outside, two and one now on Trey McLemore. What goes around comes around, doesn't it? (laughs) Well, see, my geography lesson, what I was going to tell you is Wesley lives in Nolansville, Tennessee. And Nolansville is directly in between Franklin and Murfreesboro and Brentwood's right in there. So that's why I'm familiar with with these towns. Swung on and missed at that high fastball, two and two. To Trey McLemore, two outs. Runner at first and second. Traffenstein down at second over at first, Williamson. (laughs) Kyle said, indeed, you are correct. (laughs) (laughs) And that one outside, so it's a full count to Trey McLemore. Kyle's a lot like Taylor. He he keeps us on our toes as far as uh, um, the way they get on and study a lot of these games and locations and stuff like that. Taylor kills me. That's ball four. Bases are going to be full of Raiders now. But we have two outs, so if Land can just find a way of getting a, ball, a ground ball to the infield or a Easy five ball to the outfield. We get out of this one, no run score. A lot of irony. We're sitting here talking about the state of Tennessee and uh, just popped up on my phone. Uh, and you know as well as I do there. And we got a visit from uh, Coach Everett out to the mound. Looks like he might be uh, changing pitchers. But anyway, we're talking about the state of Tennessee. And, of course, you know, we, we know what Wes does and, and everything. But uh, congratulations to uh, Titans running back Derrick Henry. Named FedEx NFL Ground Player of the Year today. Well, that is uh, that's really a no-brainer the way he played the last <laughs> few games. The Goodness la- gracious! The last ten or eleven games, uh, Derrick Henry was uh, was on fire. He was uh, very reminiscent of his uh, Heisman Trophy days at, at the University of Alabama. So we getting a new pitcher? Yep, we got a new pitcher and. Uh, I'm trying to see and, number 33. And I, I, is it 
Is it? Caston. Uh, I'm thinking it's. Caston Reed. Is it 33 or 35? It's 33. 33? Okay. Caston Reed. Reed out of uh, Mount Vernon, Alabama, Centronelle High School. Centronelle. And uh, to keep the theme talking about the Tennessee Titans, quarterback Ryan Tannehill won comeback player of the year. Thank you, Kyle. Good job, Kyle. We knew we could count on you both. What is the irony of this, though? (laughs) We have said Tennessee (laughs) quite a lot today. Yeah, quite quite a lot. And and we got a lot of listeners from from Tennessee, from Roan State today, and uh, my my son just uh, we'll just let them know just so why I'm so connected with the state of Tennessee and and the Tennessee Titans. Uh, my son Wes is a, a scout for the Titans, so that that's why I'm in tune with that. I, I paused for just a second because uh, was getting another message. <laughs> yeah, and the and. Continue the irony, as Kyle pointed out, as we talked about in the first in the first game. But uh, Coach Aaron Everett played at the University of Tennessee. See, yep, we did. Well, I think we we said that, and we we talked about that. We talked about that. So that's uh, a lot of a lot of irony here in uh, in this ball game. And uh, let me go back and. So we got Caston Reed pitching. Caston Reed out of Citronelle High, Mount Vernon, Alabama. Swing and a miss as Nick Spardone steps in. Bases are loaded. For the Raiders of Roan State. Reed with the 0-1, swung on and missed from Spardone. He's in the hole, 0-2. Bases loaded, two outs. 6-2, Southern Union leading here in the third inning, top of three. We've seen two pitches from Reed, both of them strikes, and he looks to me like the kind of pitcher just lay your ears back and come after you. He shakes off a couple of signs there, and uh, Spardone, the hitter, decided to uh, – was tired of standing there, so he asked for time, granted by the home plate umpire. And there's a single two left field, right in front of the left fielder. And uh, two runs are going to plate there on that single from Spardone. Nice piece of hitting by Roan and... Uh... Not good for our bison, but uh, looks like we're in for one of those back and forth games this yeah. game. And you know, and that's one that's one thing that I've seen in the, in the past several years of broadcasting uh, at the junior college level. You see some pitching in one game, and then the bats come alive <laughs> in the second game. Six to four now. As Kobe Perkins, the left fielder, steps in 0 for 1 here in game two. Adams up on the grass at third base. Runner breaks from second to 
third, and he's going to be in there easily. Yeah, that was pretty easy there. The third baseman was actually playing up near the grass on that, and I don't think they were really expecting a, a steal attempt from the big guy, but uh, he really couldn't get back over there in time for the for them to, the catcher to make a throw. Well, the count now on Perkins, one and one. With two out, runners at the corners now. Swung on and missed from Perkins. And he's in the hole, one and two. Reed trying to get out of this. Runners at the corner. Swung on and missed. And that'll be out number three. But uh, they're going to pick up a couple of runs here in the, the top of the third. Six to four is the score. And we'll step aside here on the iSchool Sports Network. We'll continue with more Bison baseball right after this. Life is a sequence of little successes. The story of my Southern Union success began the day I walked on campus, making new friends mastering a new skill, reaching a personal goal, the encore performance, the first date, the internship, and now, soon, the dream job. That's the story of my Southern Union success. Register for classes and get ready to watch your Southern Union story come to life. All right, moving to the bottom inning, uh, bottom of number three, due up for the Bison, uh, Clayton Phillips, Jeremiah Burgess, and then back to the top of the order, Mitchell Rotier. Bison leading this one in game two, six to four. They won game one by a score of five to one. See a lot of blankets and a lot of hoodies on out uh, now in the crowd uh, as the temperature is, uh, it does feel a little bit cooler, but I think part of the coolness is the wind, T.A., and as you look at the uh, flag out in right center field, the flag blowing uh, definitely out. Well, you and I but were out in between games, and I was talking to some people down there. You know, it just don't seem right having to bundle up during baseball season. But a lot of people don't understand this. We're playing baseball a lot of early, a lot of earlier than we used to years yeah, ago. Right. We used to not start till like the middle of March, and I, I'm sure you can remember we did have some cool games in in March. But the weather has changed somewhat. Uh, it, it, it does seem like. But uh, well, we get that typical old Alabama weather. It might be 75 one day and 29 the next day. You just never know what you're going to get. And you're laying out in the sun on the roof of some house somewhere right. <laughs> or, or next to the pool in 100-degree weather two weeks later. Phillips steps in. He reached uh, back in uh, the first inning. He takes that one in the dirt low for ball one. Phillips out of Auburn, I do believe. Yeah, that's yep, the, Auburn High School sophomore. And uh, you and I had the pleasure of talking with his father before the first game. And uh, he is a big Auburn Booster Club representative, I think is what he told us. And the 2-0, he hammers that one into the third base dugout. Two and one now on Phillips. 
and might have his grandparents listening down in uh, South Alabama too. Yeah, we I, were talking to them. I can't remember. I think it was his mother or mm-hmm. something. Popped yeah. up back this way. Let's see if the catcher's going to have enough room, and it's going to hit on the screen just to our right. Be a foul ball. Two balls and two strikes. Yeah, but we were talking about the weather. We were talking about, uh, you know, my son played at Woodland a few years back, and I can remember going to some of the practices, and it would be snowing. I'm sure you – Yeah. yeah. Uh, unbelievable. That's a solid single to right center field for Phillips. He takes a big turn at first base, but uh, they get the throw back in. That was a nice piece of hitting. Uh, took the pitch away and just took it the way you're supposed to do. You know, if it's away from you, take it that way. And stepping in now, Burgess out of Columbus, Georgia. And what did he do the first time up? I thought he got a hit earlier. No, he uh, ended the uh, ended, ended the, the inning with a four okay. on a four three play. Out of Columbus, Georgia, Brookstone. Fouls the first pitch back to the screen. And we'll remind folks along the way that are listening in uh, tomorrow afternoon at 1 o'clock, these two same teams will square back off here at Joe Jabo Jordan Stadium. So it Stadium. is the same team tomorrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm with you now. Yeah. I think that's where my confusion came in. Throw over to first, and he's back. But uh, we'll we'll be back. The game time tomorrow is uh, 1 o'clock. We'll be back on the air uh, right around 12.50. On the iSchool Sports Network. tomorrow will be a nine-inning game. Yeah, right. we'll have one single game played nine innings. Birch is squared but pulls it back, and the pitch is called a ball. One and one now. So just a nice weekend trip for Rome. Uh, glad to have him in Randolph County for the weekend. Throw over to first. That one's pretty close. But he's back in there safely. You're going to be in shorts tomorrow. I will. 65 and sunny. I, but I'm thinking I almost had him on today. There's a fly ball out toward the right field. Thought it had a little bit more carry on it. But uh, I'm telling you, Terry, that win, uh, the flag may be blowing out, but there's something down on the field level that's keeping those balls down because that one got down quick. Number one, Mitchell. Well, you know, most times when 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 baseball stadiums are kind of down in a hole like this, even though it's on a hill, it's kind of down in a hole mm-hmm. the way they dug it out. Uh, the you know you get the ball up and it's get it up into the wind, and then when it starts coming down, you get a push. Uh, that's the way it always been up there at Woodland, where I've seen a lot of baseball in high school, but. Uh, um, just it's hard to imagine what a ball will do. Well, we've seen the wind play tricks here this afternoon. One and O's account on Rotier. That pitch missed just barely on the inside. Yeah, that Two and one was very close. Rotier is up. This is his third plate appearance in this ball game here, and picked up walks at both times. And scored two runs as well. And he's got a solid rip down the left field line. 
Going to have a bang-bang play at third base. It gets away from the third baseman, saved by the umpire. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a perfect throw. Um, we got us out at third, but that was just not a very good throw back in. And then the umpire kind of helped us out a little bit or, or helped Ron State out a little bit by getting in the way a little bit. Brody Sire, the center fielder, stepping in, left-handed batter. Reached base uh, in the first inning, got hit by a pitch, and then he uh, got a, a solid single in the second inning and also scored two runs here this <laughs> yeah. afternoon. One out, runners at second and third for the Bison. Rotier at second, Phillips at third. And that one fouled back our way. Need another good, solid line drive base hit in that gap between center and right would score two runs easy. Perfect time for a left-handed batter, too, with runners at second and third. Time being called by home plate umpire. And I don't know what he was signaling, but. Yeah, I don't either. Well, pretty pitch. Breaking pitch in there for strike two to Sire. I think Sire is wishing he had that one back. <laughs> that had some late breaking action on it. Time called again. And the 0-2 delivery. And that one is hit out toward left field, but it's slicing foul, and it will hop on the track. Almost got into the dugout. They're definitely trying to pitch him away a little bit. They want, that, they want him hitting... Back toward left, I'm sure, but uh... and you and I are falling down on our job, TA. Uh, they changed pictures on us, and I didn't write it down. Well, he looks almost identical. Yeah, yeah. It, this uh, 22 is Joey Drury. Out of Cross Plains, Tennessee. Freshman. And that one in the dirt, two and two now. Sometimes it's hard for us to pick it up when we, well, they we changed, don't see they, the change. They and, changed in between yeah. innings, and, uh, and we didn't we didn't catch that. Perfect hit. Over towards second. Second baseman feels it, throws over to first. That's right where you wanted it to go. You wanted it to go the right side, and that was uh, made us, uh, the Bison, be able to pick up that extra run. Two outs and a double off his last So. Back. 
We uh, sacrifice RBI. Yep, goes down 4-3 in the scorebook. Uh, Phillips comes in to score, and moving over to third base is Rotier as Casey Clark, the first baseman, steps in. And that one. And that's going to probably score a run. Yep, it does. It gets away from the catcher, and Rotier comes in sliding with no throw at the plate. And that was one of those where the, where the catcher, Williamson, just couldn't find the baseball. Yeah, I mean, he's had a couple of uh, plays. Uh, he had one in the first game, Ferguson did, where it was hard for him to, you know, he had a foot. Ball hit his foot, and then that one just got away from him. Sometimes it won't roll six inches from you. Sometimes it'll go all the way to the backstop. And umpires call time. There's been some discussion going on between the coach and oh, he, uh, the pitcher's putting his hands to his, to mouth, his mouth while yep. he's on the rubber, and uh, you can't do that. Did he call the pitch a ball? Did he, did he give him a 3-0 count is, is my question. I, is what I, I think it was just a warning maybe. Okay. He held up his hand like it was 3-0, and so I, I wasn't sure if he actually gave him a ball or not on the pitch. He did, didn't he? Yeah, it's 3-1. and one. Yeah, it's 3-2 and two now, yeah. Yeah. Most of the time, you know, when when a pitcher does that, they give you a warning the first time. The second time, not so much. Strike three <laughs> called on the outside corner, and Clark did not like that call. But nonetheless, uh, he's going to go down uh, looking. And the Bison pick up a couple of runs here in this inning and lead eight to four as we uh, move to the top half of inning number four. Southern Union in the lead, like I said, eight to four. We'll continue on the iSchool Sports Network with more right after this. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRASIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other and or marketing names, products, or services here are independent of SPF. And moving on to uh, top half of inning number four. And it'll be uh, the top of the order. Scantlin, Langenberg, and Traffenstein. Traffenstead, I should say. Come on, try it. Traffenstead. How's that? <laughs> Traffenstead. Wyatt Traffenstead. 
Scantlin takes the first pitch low for ball one. And that's ball two. Outside on that one. Eight to four the score here. Bison on top looking for pick up their second win of this young young season. Kendall Scantlin, three and oh the count on him. Red shirt freshman out of Gainesboro, Georgia. Oh, excuse me, Gainesboro, Tennessee. And he'll take that one for strike one, three and one now. That one hit out towards second. Phillips up and over to first with the throw for out number one. Score that in your scorebooks as a 4 no. 3. Langberg. Brandon Langberg steps in from Knoxville. 0 for 2 here in game two. And he picks up a base hit to right field. Solid took, single. Took the outside pitch right where he needed to. Little line drive in between first and second. Base hit. Though the lefty trap instead stamps in the first baseman. Got a single and a base on balls here in game two. First pitch in the dirt, low for ball one. Tell you, Spivey is for the Bison has got his work in today at catcher. <laughs> Played very well behind the plate. Reed checks his runner at first, ready to deliver to the plate, and that one outside. Ball two. Throw over to first. Not in time. And the 2-0 delivery from Reed. That one outside for ball three. Top of the fourth. Here's the 3-0 pitched. And that's in there for a strike, strike one. As T.A. said earlier, that 3-0 uh, pitch, uh, almost the easiest pitch you can make. <laughs> and the ump even wants to help you on that pitch. <laughs> give you a strike. You know? Just get it close. I give it to you. There's a shot out to right field. Potato about four steps to his right, hauls it in. A little more work going on out in the bullpen for Southern Union. Uh, the wrong state bullpen. Uh, 
nobody even loosening up out there. So well, now two outs in the inning. Runner still over at first base in Langberg. Ryan Metters, the third baseman, stepping in. 0 for 2 in game two. Breaking pitch in there for strike one. That was just a pretty pitch all the way. And the 0-1 from Reed. That one's hammered out to left field. One hops the left fielder in there for a solid single. Two on, two out now for the Raiders. Sometimes that last out can just be hard to get. <laughs> and looks like uh, Ryan, let's see, uh, Hunter Ferguson steps in, the second baseman of 29. 0 for 1 with a uh, walk in the first inning and here in game two. Right I've got him at catcher. Ferguson? Yes, he is at catcher. He is at catcher. Oh, my goodness. And that one gets under the glove of Adams at third base, and that's going to plate one run. Just right between his legs. Uh, that was one of those that I call or used to call the old worm burner. It just gets on the ground, stays there, and just scoots. Looks harder to handle uh, than it should be, but uh, or it is harder to handle than it should be. You, you want that little hop, you know. Williamson fouled that one off over the right side. 0-1, runners at first and second now for the Raiders. And there's a shot hit out toward right field. Patota comes in about 10 steps, hauls it in for the third out of the inning. But uh, they pick up uh, one run on a couple of hits and uh, cut into the Southern Union lead. 8-5 is your score as we move to the bottom half of the Inning number four, you're listening to Southern Union Bison Baseball on the iSchool Sports Network. Cutting decks, high cutting speeds, and the ability to turn on their own axis without leaving any uncut areas, nothing makes the toughest lawn care jobs easy like a Husqvarna zero-turn mower. And nothing adds versatility and boosts productivity like genuine Husqvarna accessories for our mower. For the full lineup of Husqvarna zero-turn mowers and accessories, visit Meadows Farm Equipment at 85 County Road 811 in Widawi or online at meadowsfarmequipment.com. And we move to the bottom half of inning number four. Southern Union uh, Bison coming to the plate, leading eight to five here in game two over at Roan State Community College. The Raiders 
Uh, Going to be uh, four, five, and six. Patota, Adams, and Baines for the Southern Union uh, Bison. Opening day here on the campus of Southern Union in Wadley, Joe Jabbo Jordan Stadium. And the uh, coaching debut, head coaching debut for Coach Aaron Everett, went well in the first game trying to sweep the doubleheader here today. And Patota looks at a breaking pitch in there called strike one. I've been waiting on him to get a hold of one all day. It may be time. Big swing, fouls it off over our heads and out of play, 0-2. I'm not so sure anybody could get one out of here today, T.A. Oh, if this big man gets a hold of one, it's going to ride, buddy. I'm here to tell you, wind blowing in or out, it don't matter. That one just missed the outside corner. Patota still in the hole, one and two. Oh, yeah, I saw him last year. He can he can hit. But I'm telling you, that wind is must be something out there. Uh, and that was a defensive swing, just trying to stay alive at the plate. He did a tremendous job of fouling that one off and out of play to stay alive in the count one and two. And takes one in the dirt there. He thought about it, off-speed pitch. Wisely held off on that one. Two balls and two strikes to Patota. We may see another one of those. There's there a drive out to right center field. Nobody's going to get to it. It hits at the bottom of the fence. Patota rounds first, rounding second, looking to go three. Now puts on the brakes, and he'll have a stand-up double. And he didn't get all of that. <laughs> no. He got enough of it. And to the wall we go. That one hit one right off the bottom of the of the fence, right under, uh, right near the flagpole. Tate Adams steps in. 0 for 1 here this afternoon. Had a walk in the, the first inning. And got a little discussion here. Home plate umpire calling time. Walking I think down. the center fielder may be a little shook up on that. He's uh, limping yeah. a little bit. I didn't see what happened on that. It looked like a pretty clean, uh, but you never know. You get out there in that gravel on that morning track, and uh, those metal cleats just don't handle it as well. Looks like uh, he's coming off. Looks like Ryan Ragsdale is going to come in and play center field. Southern Union's trainer going out to help out and give this young man a look. And we certainly pray and hope he uh, be okay and be able to continue and that, on. And that's Scantlin. And, uh, and I'm not, T.A., I'm not real sure exactly what happened. but uh, I seen a little slip out there, and I yeah. think that's what it was. And, and it's, you know, it, it when that ball hits – out there on that warning track, and he gets up against that fence, you know, it can jam up under just a little bit. And uh, they were both running very hard to try to get it. And I think he probably just tweaked an ankle maybe. Hopefully that's all it is. Yeah, that's what it looks like. 
few days rest. He'll be back out there wide open. Southern Union's bullpen back in action out there as well. So now Ragsdale, Ryan Ragsdale, number five, checks in out of Franklin, Tennessee, sophomore, and he'll play in center field. Did uh, did he play the first game? I think he did. did Ragsdale? The left-hander. Seemed like he got an opportunity in the first game. Yes, he did. He was a DH in the first game. Now Adam steps in with Patota down at second base. And that one outside for ball one. Big swing from Tate Adams comes up empty one and one. He had visions of a bomb. Yeah, I think he swung so hard at that it caused him to swing way under that ball. (laughs) He was really going to get a hold of that one. One and one, Drury on the mound, runner down at second. Eight to five, our score. And that one caught the inside corner, and uh, and Adams didn't like that call either. Mm. One ball and two strikes. Drury looks his runner at second, now delivers to the plate. Off speed. Outside, 2-2. Bottom of the fourth inning, Southern Union Bison on top, 8-5. Runner down at second, Will Patota let off the inning with a stand-up double. That one outside, full count to Tate Adams. Need another big hit right here. It'll be the perfect count to do it on right here. Drive one in that gap out there between center and right. And there it goes. Nope. And that's popped straight up, straight up the chute. Catcher back. And he's not going to be able to come down with it is Ferguson. That'll be a foul ball. Wind affected. Wind affected. It does. And, you know, I do not – Want to be a catcher on a ball like that. It's just a hard play to make. <laughs> I don't care how good you are. It's just a hard play to make. Well, you got the wrong glove on. <laughs> let's, let's start. You got make, all go down that the equipment. <laughs> I always used to tell my catchers, get the helmet and throw that son of a gun up in the stands if you have to get it away from you because you got to worry about stepping on it. That one's in the dirt, and uh, Ferguson did a great job of blocking it up, but uh, that'll be ball four to Tate Adams, and he'll stroll down to first base. Your DH, number 15. Designated hitter Casey Baines. Steps in. Baines had a double and an RBI back in the second inning. Going to have a chance for some more RBIs here as uh, Patota down at second. Adams over at first base. 
And that one that off speed just, uh, on the outside <laughs> corner. Nothing but just a pretty pitch. Right Frozen. There. Still a pretty good crowd here. Oh, one pitch from Drury to Baines coming up. And that one in there for a strike. And I think I think Casey Baines was looking for a certain pitch there because <laughs> yeah. he could not pull the trigger on that off-speed pitch. Going to try to go outside on him, and they do, and that one misses. One and two. Too, a little bit too much outside. He hit his spot, but his catcher set up out there, and it was just – more in the uh, right-handed batter's box than it was across the plate. Trying to get him to swing at something. Yeah. Drury with the one-two delivery to the plate. And that one slapped over to third. And the third baseman going to tag the runner trying to come over to third base. And that'll be an out number one. Nice play by the third baseman there. And nice nice play by the runner, too, for just slowing down a little bit. Because if he runs into that hard, uh, you're going to see him, the third baseman, tag the runner and then goes, uh, go to first with it for a double play. Exactly. I don't know down. how you would score that. Six, well, six, six, three. No, it's, it, it's, six, a, six, three. it's a five. It's I a mean, a five, five. It's a five unassisted <laughs> fielder's choice. Yeah. And Spivey steps in, takes the first pitch for a strike. So Baines at first, Adams down at second, one out in the inning. And Spivey with one strike at the plate. Drury looking back at his uh, runners down at second base. Now comes home with it. And that one's fouled off the end of the bat for strike two. Drury's pitch to the plate, swung on and missed. And Spivey goes down swinging for the second out of the inning, and that'll bring up uh, Clayton Phillips, the second baseman. Two outs. Your second baseman, number 19, Clayton Phillips. You know, all these guys out here on the field, they want to get their seasons off to a good start and make their batting averages look good and stuff uh, uh, on a cold beginning to the season. And, uh, Sometimes it's just tough. <laughs> Time called at the plate by Phillips. Spivey's done a heck of a job both games, but struggled at the plate today. Man. Curveball in there mm. for strike one. 
see if old Phillips can give us another gapper out there in right center. And the 0-1 pitch not going to be made. <clears throat> Excuse me. Going to throw down to second base trying to uh, throw in behind Tate Adams down there. Game slowed down to a snail's pace. Swung on and missed from Phillips 0 and 2. We should have asked did that 20-second rule count in the second game? Because this one has gone much slower. Yeah, it has, and it started that way. Uh, the Cameron Land a little bit more methodical to start the game, probably taking 10, 15 seconds in between pitches and. Uh, just about every pitcher this game has slowed things down. And on both sides, they've they've had base runners a lot too. So yeah, no, that, that changes true. the complexity of it. Drury with the 0-2 pitch, and that one is dribbled yeah, out in no man's land, and a great job by Adams to round third and make the third baseman eat the baseball. So that'll go down as an infield hit for Clayton Phillips. With bases loaded, your left fielder, number 50, Jeremiah Burke. So Adams at third base, Baines at second base, Phillips at first base, left fielder, Jeremiah Burgess steps in. 0 for 2. Jeremiah played a... Heck of a game out there in left field. Yes, he has. Had a lot of balls hit his way. And he scorches that one up the middle. Shortstop goes to his left and can't get the ball out of his glove to second base for the force out to end the inning. And, uh, and we're everybody's have, safe. We're, we're going to have a conversation, Coach. Uh, Coach Hensley. Hensley, Hensley is on his way out to – Talk with the second base umpire. The shortstop had to range toward the second base bag to get the ball. And when he did, he went down to one knee and kind of slid, and the ball kind of hung up in the webbing of his glove, and he couldn't he couldn't get it out of his glove to toss it over to second. And that yeah, was, it shouldn't even have been close. Right, right. And it was still closed. I would love to see the replay just to see. Because I personally, just from a personal standpoint, I thought he was probably out, but uh, it was very close, very close play. Back to the top of the order. Mitchell Rotier steps in. And that one gets away from uh, the catcher, Ferguson, but uh, not far enough away for Adams to score from third, or excuse me, uh, Baines. the bottom of the fourth still batting bases loaded two men are out Rotier scored three runs here in this game 
And he fouls that one over our heads and out of play. Got the perfect pitch to line the right field on that one, but he just got a little under it. One ball, one strike to Rotier. Drury delivers, and that one uh, hit Rotier on the left knee. Another run will score for the Bison. Still no work going on out in the wrong state bullpen. So Brody Sire steps in, the center fielder. One for two with a walk here in game two. Scored a pair of runs for the Bison. The Bison lead 10 to five, bottom of the fourth. And that pitch is high for ball one from Joey Drury. That one in the dirt, ball two, 2-0 two to Sire. And Sire can get on. First baseman Casey Clark would be the ninth batter of the inning for the Bison. That one on the inside corner for a strike. Two and one now to Sire. Drury looks, comes to the plate, ripped into left center field. That's going to score one, going to score two. Let's see if it's going to score three. He's got the green light coming to the plate. Here's the throw, not in time. And that'll be a bases clearing triple double, double, double. for Brody Sire. That's going to put a pretty good gap in this lead now, 13-5, Bison. Bottom of four. Coming in number 32, Case Clark. Ninth man to appear at the plate for the Bison, Casey Clark, first baseman, steps in. Hmm. And that one taken upstairs for ball one. Drury delivers, and that breaking pitch in there for strike one. One ball and one strike. Bison have picked up five runs here in this inning to expand the lead to 13-5 to over Roan State. Big swing and a miss from Clark, and he's in the hole one and two.
And a one-two pitch, and that is drilled to center field. Center fielder retreating, shy of the warning track. And Ragsdale hauls it in for the third out. Southern Union bats around, picks up uh, five runs in the inning to extend the lead to a score of 13-5 to over Roan State Community College. We'll be back with more Southern Union Bison baseball right after this. Life is a sequence of little successes. The story of my Southern Union success began the day I walked on campus. Making new friends, mastering a new skill, reaching a personal goal, the encore performance, the first date, the internship, and now, soon, the dream job. That's the story of my Southern Union success. Register for classes and get ready to watch your Southern Union story come to life. On the campus of Southern Union State Junior College and uh, Bison up 13-5 going into the bottom of the fifth inning and Trey McLemore coming to bat for Rowan State and takes a strike swing Count moving now to 0 and 2. And a swinging strike three, so three straight pitches, and we're looking at out number one as we go into the fifth inning here. Or the bottom, top of the fifth, I'm sorry. So that's going to be two outs now here in the fifth. Ground ball, 4-3 put out. Thank you, T.A. And that was Nick Spardone grounding out for our second out. That was quick. Two outs in about a minute and a half. Yeah, and I had to go around the corner. Oh, did you? Yeah. Let's see who we got here. Number nine. It's going to be Heisman Austin. Maybe an insert right there. He's an infielder, batting right-hand freshman out of Scotts Hill, Tennessee. I think this is his first at bat of the year. No, he played in the first game. He did play in the first game. He did play in game one. That one ripped foul and out of play over the first base dugout. (laughs) 
And he takes a ball in the dirt outside. Evens account, one ball, or excuse me, it's one and two. Yeah, one and two. Check the swing on that one. <laughs> Very close. Very close on two strikes. That's usually a ring up right there. And that's pop foul. That one's going to get out of play over toward the uh, dugout. In between the dugout and the bullpen. Yep. Bison leading game two, 13 to five here in the top of the fifth. Two seven inning games here today in this uh, doubleheader. Bison won game one, five to one. Same two teams will square off here tomorrow at one o'clock. Another foul ball ripped to the right side. We'll be on the air about 12.50 tomorrow right here on the iSchool Sports Network. Uh, passing along to those of you listening, uh, we will carry all the Southern Union home games. Have both uh, Southern Union uh, baseball and softball. Ripped out to Clayton Phillips, who uh, squares it up at second base for the third out. So nothing doing for Roan State in the fifth. We move to the bottom half of the fifth inning. You're listening to Southern Union Baseball on the iSchool Sports Network. Retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles for 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRASIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or market names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. Bottom of the fifth inning, Bison uh, in control of this one so far here in game two of our doubleheader, leading 13-5 to five over Roan State Community College, the Raiders. Will Patota going to lead uh, things off uh, here in uh, the bottom of the fifth for the Bison. He led off uh, the last inning with a double and uh, was later put out uh, – when Southern Union picked up five runs in the last inning. T.A., I'm trying to pick up the number of the pitcher. I got uh, number 27 27. into the game. Matthew Jenkinson, uh, right-handed pitcher, and he is a freshman, 6'185", out of Mount Juliet, Tennessee. All right, is that close to Nashville? (laughs) My geography's gone. Number 34, Will Pinsel. All right, let's see if Will can get a hold of one, and he does. And that one's on hit the in ground. the hole, in the <laughs> ground, on the ground, in between first and second base. Wow. He'll have a single. He's heating up. I can tell you that. He's heating up. I see it. Now, number 24, your third baseman, Tate Adams. Tate Adams, third baseman, now steps in. 
scored a run, been on base two times here in uh, this contest. Breaking pitch, that one uh, bounced right in front of the plate for ball one, two, Adams. I was going to say the Bison going to blow this game open if they keep going, but this game has already kind of blew open a little bit. Up eight Ooh. here. Very bang, bang play at first base, and somehow Patota got in <laughs> under the throw. They caught him leaning, but he got back in. Throw again over there. This time, yeah, Will didn't get quite too far off the base. No. <laughs> the 1-0 from Jenkinson. Change speed. Got him out in front of it. Swinging strike. Evens count at 1-1 one one on Adams. Another throw over to first, back safely. And got a pinch runner over at first base. Cooper Swallowback out of Highlands, excuse me, Highlands High, Fort Thomas, Kentucky. He's a freshman. And that may be the afternoon for uh, Will. And the 1-1 coming up to Adams. And that one's taken high for ball two. Three and one now to count to Tate Adams. And that was taken for another ball. As we said, Swallow back over at uh, first base running for Patota. Nobody out. Three one to count. Throw back over. He's in under the tag safely. And that one taken outside for ball four. So Adams draws a walk. Wallaback will move down to we have second base on that base on balls. Nope. Casey Bain steps in. 15. Casey Bain. Infielder out of Tallahassee. He played in both games pretty much all the way. Yeah, he's gone, <laughs> gone the distance here for the Bison this afternoon. And he pops that one foul over the left side and out of play. Temperatures dropped two degrees since we've been here. What is it now, 46? 46. Now, I need to change the... (laughs) The location. Yeah, the location. That might help. 
0-1 count on Baines, and here's the pitch. Checked his swing, fouled off the facing of the dugout. 0-2. Can't believe it, but him widely is still showing 48 degrees here on the on the west bank. <laughs> on the west bank of the Tallapoosa. It's usually, you know, about five degree, uh, three to five degrees cooler on the river bank. I noticed that back during Wadley football season when we were down here. And the answer to uh, that question, uh, Kyle sent me a text one noted uh, Casey Baines played quarterback at Tallahassee High School, and I do, do believe you are correct. He did play quarterback at Tallahassee. Called several games while he was playing quarterback really? against Hanley, yeah. One ball, two strikes on Baines now. And Jenkinson with the delivery, and that one is slicing down the left field line. Oh, Diving catch nice. out in left field. Nice play by the left fielder. Number nine. And they've had a couple of changes. That's Austin out there. That was an absolutely beautiful play by the left field. Your catcher, number 44, Jake That's the first out of the inning. That'll bring up catcher Jake Spivey. Got a pair of strikeouts and a ground out here in this game. Jake's do a big hit right here. Hey, Jake. Big swing, fouls it off. Strike one. Jake's another one of those bison hitters that just don't get cheated at the plate. <laughs> if it's in there, he's going to take a mean cut. We've given Kyle a lot of airtime here this afternoon. We, yeah, too much. We need to foul back to the screen. Another. Kyle, that could be a 15-yard oh penalty on you. <laughs> I wonder if he's through with his mail route. What would we call that? That'd be illegal participation. Yeah, illegal participation, <laughs> yeah. Penalize Kyle for illegal participation. Check swing. Appeal down to uh, the field umpire, but uh, he says no no strike. It's a ball. One and two on Spivey. We'll get a text in a minute, too. <laughs> He's trying to think of a comeback. I bet I know where Taylor Jones is. Probably down at Auburn. I, I was I was going to mention, I figure Taylor's down at Auburn this afternoon. Uh, that one's in the dirt. Runner breaks from second, going down third. He's in there under the tag. Runner moves from first over to second base. So the Bison got a pair in scoring position. Adams down at second. And uh, Swallow back down to third now. Two and two on uh, Jake Spivey. I'll tell you, Hunter Ferguson throwed a BB down there to third. That ball got there in a hurry. Two-two the count. And he checked his swing, 
and it's a ball. That pitch was on the outside part of the plate and it didn't catch enough of the plate. Got a full count on him. Game day was at Auburn today, wasn't he? Yeah, I, I, I think I read that. Yep. That one's hit out to the shortstop. Shortstop on two hops up and the throw over to first base for the out. But uh, run, run will cross the plate in Swallowback for the Bison. They extend the lead 14 to 8, or excuse me, 14 to 5 now. Nice play by Spardone on that 63 put away. Number 19, Clayton and Clayton Phillips steps in, the second baseman. Had a good afternoon this afternoon. Got a couple of hits here in uh, game two. Scored a couple of runs. And a big play, getting an assist in game one. Yeah, Auburn plays Kentucky in basketball. They've probably Is already started. Yeah, yeah, it's started. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're watching it right now. <laughs> That's funny. I guess we got the comeback. <laughs> we, and and for for a lot of the folks out there that uh, listening to us, uh, cut up and have a good time here this afternoon. And a lot of these people they don't know the names that we're talking about or giving shout outs. Uh, they they work for the iSchool Sports Network. So we're Taylor Jones and uh, Kyle Richardson. And, they're, Ky, uh, Taylor's not listening to us. Taylor's at no, the basketball Taylor, game, but, but Kyle is listening to us, and uh, he answered that uh, uh, game day was at Auburn, and uh, Mary Grace Brown was there at 4.30 trying to get in. <laughs> I can imagine that. And that would be the other daughter of Craig Brown, who is another one of our guys that works for iSchool Sports. So, And I bet you Trent Meggs is trying to get in too. You know, Trent last year, good friend of – my sons and Mary, uh, I guarantee you they're all trying to get in that one. Count is now full on Clayton Phillips. Three balls, two strikes, two outs, runner at third, swing and a miss, and Phillips comes up empty to retire the side for Southern Union. So uh, we'll have the uh, nine, one, and two when we get back. And Trent was there with Mary Grace. Kyle, Kyle says so predictable. So Bison lead this one fourteen to five as we move to the top half of inning number six. We're going to step aside, take this timeout. We'll be back right after this. Life is a sequence of little successes. The story of my Southern Union success began the day I walked on campus, making new friends. Mastering a new skill, reaching a personal goal, the encore performance, the first date, the internship, and now, soon, the dream job. That's the story of my Southern Union success. Register for classes and get ready to watch your Southern Union story come to life.
Top half of inning number six. Southern Union leading this one uh, in the uh, second game of our doubleheader, 14 to five. And uh, T.A. got a new p- pitcher in the game. Yeah, Jordan Brown from Cleburne County High School up there in Heflin. Uh, I had him pitch, picked out here. He plays the infield and a uh, right-handed pitcher, 6'3", 220 pounds. He is a redshirt freshman out of Heflin. And he's going to face uh, in left field, number 14, Let's see, the top of the order, I do believe, is due up. I'm going to wait till wait till the batter comes up and, t- and turns around because they've had several changes. I've been kind of going by the uniforms, but uh, that is number five coming up to bat for Rowan State. That is Ryan Ragsdale, Ragsdale and I, yeah. I believe he has played some yeah, left-hander he, he's out played, of Franklin. And he he came in he came in when Scantlin uh, went out uh, a little bit earlier right. in center field. He, he was a DH in the first game. And Brown with his first pitch. That one is fouled off by Ragsdale. And that one is ripped down the first baseline. Diving stop over there, but uh, call foul. Gosh, I thought that was fair. It was right at that. Great that play was by Clark. Great, yeah, it was a good play by the first baseman, Clark. And uh, But the ref says, nope. Let's try it again. And Brown with the 0-2 delivery to the plate. And that one called a strike three on the inside corner. Absolute beautiful pitch there. Perfect perfect placement right where you want it on two strikes. Langberg stepping in now, the right fielder. One for three here in game two. He takes that first pitch for strike one. And that one outside for ball one. Evens count at one and one. Hard to believe after that first game ending five to one. We've had 19 runners cross home plate between the two teams here in the second game of this seven-inning doubleheader. 14-5, Bison on top. The Bison have played very good baseball today. Defense has been very solid. Is is that our sidearm man warming up out there in the bullpen? 
And that one for the <laughs> taken for a ball, I, and I haven't looked looked out there, T.A. There is action out in the uh, right field bullpen for Southern Union. Angles and age prohibit me from telling you who it is. <laughs> yeah. and, a, and a cement post <laughs> for me. <laughs> And the 2-1. That one over the head of the catcher. Three and one count. No, I didn't know how close he was to getting a bell rung on that one. Spivey and Clark both out to talk to uh, Jordan Brown, the pitcher. They're saying, hurry up, let's get this thing over with and go to Pizza Hut. (laughs) (laughs) Throw strikes. That's what they're telling. (laughs) Throw strikes. Let us work. Let us do some work. And he does. That one's hammered out to second baseman. Clayton Phillips up with a throw. Gets by the first baseman. Great job by Phillips to get to it. Couldn't gather his feet underneath him, and uh, quickly uh, that ball went into the dugout. And that's one of those plays where you want to go out there and hug his neck for making a heck of a diving stop, but then you end up having to uh, probably give the air on the throw. But still a nice effort, nice play, and that's what that's what Coach Aaron Everett wants to see out of his guys. Traffinstead steps in, Wyatt out of Columbia, Tennessee. Runner moved down at second as that ball did get into the dugout. And Traffinstead takes that one for a ball outside. That one gets through the wicket of... uh, the catcher Spivey, and that will allow Langenberg to move up to third base now. Two balls and no strikes on Traffinstead. And that one hit down to the Clark at first base. He'll handle it by himself. The run will come home and score. That'll be the sixth run here for Rowan State here in game number two. Now number 20, Ryan Metter steps in, the third baseman. One for three here in game two. Jordan Brown, your pitcher back out of the uh, windup. And that one gets by Spivey again. <laughs> Getting late here in the second game of this doubleheader, things start to get a little sloppy. But uh, fly ball out to right field. Got a new right fielder out there. He hauls it in, and that's the third out of the inning. And uh, Roan State picks up uh, one run here to uh, cut into the Southern Union League, 14-6, to six, as we move to the bottom half of inning number six, Southern Union Bison Baseball on the iSchool Sports Network. 
retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating. But the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF, number F-I-N-R-A-S-I-B-C. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. Bottom half of inning number six, Southern Union in the lead here in game two, 14 to six. I think we got a new pitcher for Rome State, but I'm not sure what the number is. I want to say it's Matt. Uh, Tell me the pitch, Ryan Metters. Yeah, it is. Right. So Metters moves, moves to the mound. We've seen a lot of him today. Yeah, he he's played uh, played in both games and uh, done well. Oh, nice throw down by the catcher back there. <laughs> that was a beautiful. Coming up in the bottom of the six, with the lead fourteen to six. And gonna have. Uh, Twenty-seven left fielder in the third. Yep. Uh, that is uh, Matthew Jenkinson will be playing third now for Rowan State out of Mount Juliet, Tennessee. He's been in the game the whole game. I think he's just moving to third base. And uh, I believe Ethan Bloodworth uh, is the uh, pinch hitter at the plate. And he's in left field. And let's get a little info on him. Five seven hundred sixty pounder out of Tate High School in Cantamount, Florida, a sophomore. And he draws a four-pitch walk. And may may see a few few changes in uh, in the lineup. Uh, Southern Union leading fourteen to six, but uh, back to the top of the order. Mitchell Rotier, the shortstop, steps in. Been on base all four times in this game, scored four runs. And that's what you look for in the leadoff batter. One of them games where Coach Everett can get a look at a lot of his players that he hasn't been able to see in a live game situation. And uh, that one a strike on the inside corner. Evens the count at one ball and one strike. Looks like uh, Sire, Brody Sire, still in the game. He's on deck for the Bison. 
Blood worked with his lead at first, and that's strike two to Rotier on the inside corner. Once again, we'll be back on the air tomorrow at 12.50 Central Time with uh, game three of this uh, three-game series between Southern Union and Roan State. Where I take my turn at your job, right? And you're going to get to take your turn <laughs> at my job. And uh, Rotier is hit by that pitch. Everybody say a prayer for me. We're going to try to do a good job tomorrow. We always do. But uh, I'm usually the color guy everywhere we go, right? <laughs> yeah. You can. Sire steps in. Sire's got uh, a single and a uh, double here this afternoon. Three RBIs. Got a runner down at second, also over at first. But he takes the first pitch on that outside corner for strike one. Metters delivers and a swing and a miss. Gets and past the catcher. Yep, got past the catcher, and uh, both runners going to advance one base. Budworth down to second. Or just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Budworth <laughs> down at third, and uh, Rotier down to second now. And the 0-2 pitch coming up. Metters looks at his runners. Off-speed pitch. That's a fly ball out to shallow left field. Left fielder calls it. No tag by the runners. And that'll be out number one. First baseman number 32, Casey Clark. Casey Clark coming up to bat for the Bison. Infielder, right-hand pitcher out of Pelham. We've seen a lot of him today as well. Yep, he's uh, one for three here this afternoon, game two. And got a double and scored a run for the Bison. Everybody's starting to bundle up down there big time now. It's gotten a lot colder. Yeah, and the wind's whipping around, yeah, too. Yeah, it really and, is. And that, that flag is blowing a lot harder than it was when we first got here. And Clark takes a uh, call strike on the first pitch. But believe it or not, by Monday, it's supposed to be in the low 70s. Starting tomorrow. I of 66 predicted. Now, that's perfect baseball weather to me. Not too hot, not too cold. And that one, a seeing-eye single just past the diving first baseman. Going to plate uh, two runs, and he's going to advance down to second on the throw. The Rotier in the score. that's going to be a run rule. And that's going to be your ballgame. Yep, and that's uh, – that's the uh, baseball game here this afternoon. Southern Union going to win it uh, by a score of 16 to 6. 
here in game two. So uh, the Bison uh, kick off the uh, Coach Aaron Aaron Everett era with a couple of uh, wins, a doubleheader sweep. Hey, and, that's uh, the way you want to start. You come in here and just be undefeated. Yeah. You know, just be undefeated. Be perfect. Couldn't ask for anything better. And uh, great ball game here by uh, Southern Union uh, this afternoon. 5-1 to one in game one, 16-6 in game two. And, uh, T.A., we're just going to go ahead and get out of here because it's cold. we got to pack this stuff up and, uh, yep. and wrap it up. But, once again, we will be on the air at uh, 12.50 tomorrow. First pitch scheduled for 1 o'clock. Congratulations to the Bison men as uh, the baseball team sweeps this doubleheader 5-1, to 16-6 in the nightcap. That's going to do it for us. We'll be back on the air tomorrow at 12.50. So long, folks.